From Hollywood, California, the makers of old gold cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play is a radio adaptation of the Republic picture Scatterbrain, starring Judy Canova. And here is the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lloyd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. They say that opportunity knocks but once, and if that's so, we're mighty glad we heard the knock and opened the door. For tonight, we have the opportunity and pleasure to present to you a young lady who has sung and acted her way into the hearts of millions of us all over the world, Miss Judy Canova. <laughs> Welcome to Old Gold Comedy Theater, Judy. Well, thank you, Harold, for asking me over, and I want to thank my three sponsors, too, for letting me visit you. Your three sponsors, Judy? Sure. Colgate, Palm Olive, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, on with tonight's play, Scatterbrain. Some discoveries are made by accident. Newton discovered the law of gravity by tossing an apple in the air, and Benjamin Franklin discovered electricity while flying a kite. But the discovery J.R. Russell, director of Perfection Pictures, is about to make is no accident. As our scene opens, Eddie McIntyre, a publicity man, bursts into J.R.'s office. Oh, boss. Oh, boss, you've done it again. This is without the doubt the greatest stroke of genius you've ever pulled. Well, Eddie, I do manage to... What have I done now? What have you done now? You've just made the greatest discovery of your career, J.R. Yeah? Listen to this. In a worldwide search for a girl to play Ruthie Bell in Thunder Over the Ozarks, you found Ruthie Bell in person. In Hollywood? No. On the New York stage? Yes. No. You found her pushing a plow on a farm. You took her right off a plow. Well, you put her right back. The girl in, <laughs> the girl in Thunder Over the Ozarks has got to be an actress. But, boss, this girl is an actress. She's been on the stage for years. Then why is she pushing a plow? Hang on to yourself, boss. Hang on. You're beginning to believe your own publicity. The only farmland this girl ever saw is Hollywood Boulevard and Vine Street. Yes, yes, but will she scream? Can we photograph her? Oh, with a brownie, boss. With a brownie. Then we've got something. And here's how we'll do it. You find a farm, plant the girl on it, and then phone me and tell me where it is. Uh -huh. Then I'll take Nick Ratliff along with me, and we'll discover her. Nick Ratliff, mm. the big boss, the president of Perfection Pictures? Say you're not going to tell him the girl is a phony, are you? What, and lose my job? Not a chance, Eddie. Now get going. Phone me when things are set. Okay. Well, it won't be long now, Esther. I plant you, J.R. digs you up, and bingo, you're a star. Boy, I can see it now. My name in lights. Esther Harrington and Thunder Over the Ozarks. Yeah, and it can't be too soon. Well, this looks like the perfect farm to plant you in. Let's stop and see if we can make some arrangements. Good grief, Eddie. Get a load of that girl in the yard. Is she real? She sure is. She's the genuine article. A real farm girl. You can say that again. Look at those sandals she's wearing. Her toes look like five hot dogs peeping out of a bird Quiet, cage. Angel Puss, quiet. <laughs> Here she comes. Howdy, mister. My name's Judy Hall. What's yours? Hello, my name is Eddie McIntyre, and this is Miss Esther Harrington. Say, it's a nice little place you've got here. Do you, uh, work it all alone? Nope, I got another mule that helps me some. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, would you consider taking in a boarder? Uh, this young lady likes the climate here, and I thought that perhaps you might... Ain't got no to... room for boarders. I'm short a hired hand, though. 
Might use her if she wants to work for a keep. Well, that'll be all right. Now, just a minute. She's, she's pretty handy, and she's a, she's a good cook, too. Eddie, if you think for a minute... Well, well golly, Mr. Eddie, I don't know. She's kind of puny, ain't she? <laughs> ain't got much meat on her, but after she gets fattened up a little bit, she might be able to help with the housework. Well, <laughs> fine, fine. Then it's all settled. Now, Esther, you better go in and unpack. You're going to like it here. I'll unpack. But I'm not gonna like it. Uh, Ain't you gonna stay to dinner, Mr. Eddie? Well, I'm afraid I can't, Judy. I've got an important phone call to make. But I'll be seeing you sometime. I sure hope so, Mr. Eddie. I think you're nice. Jerry Russell speaking. Hiya, boys. This is Eddie McIntyre. Now, listen. I've got the girl planted on a farm near here. And when you see her, you'll swear she's Ruthie Bell in person. Swell. I'll get hold of Nick Raptors and we'll leave in the morning. Now, how do we get there? Well, first you go to Pratt Falls. Pratt. <clears throat> That's the country seat. <laughs> then you take a rural route three due east and she'll come to a fork in the road. And eventually you... I'm afraid you're taking me on a wild geese chase, Jerry. <laughs> The girls we've seen so far look like Miss Dead Welly. <laughs> I haven't seen one but shoes on since we left Hollywood. <laughs> now, don't forget, Nick, this is primitive country. I see. Oh, look. I think that's a well at that farm up ahead. Care to stop for a drink of water? Of course. I need something to voice down the mud in my throat. Well, this... <laughs> okay, then let's stop for a minute. Don't seem to be anybody home. Good there is, J.R. Look over yonder there, pushing the plow. What? Why, it's a girl. I wouldn't want a bet. Uh. <laughs> a young lady. A oh, young lady, you over there with the plow. You calling me, mister? Yes, is uh, this water in the well good to drink? I reckon it is, mister. My grandpappy drunk it for 90 years, off and on. What do you mean, off and on? Well, when he was off liquor, he was on straight water. <laughs> When he was off water, he was on straight liquor. Nick, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Of course, they are. Great minds running the same canal. In this... <laughs> this girl is the type we've been looking for. She's primitive. She's perfect. By George, I think she is Ruthie you're Bell. right, yeah, She is Ruthie Bell. Well, I don't know what y'all are talking about. My name's Judy. Such diction. Such naturalness. Such bearing. Judy, do you realize who this gentleman is? This is Mr. Nick Raptus, the president of Perfection Pictures. And this is J.R. Russell, the famous movie director. No fooling. Gee, moving pictures. I seen The Birth of a Nation last winter at the county seat. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think moving pictures will ever take the place of medicine shows. <laughs> Look, Judy, how would you like to work in motion pictures? Come to Hollywood and be a great star. You mean like Lillian Gish? <laughs> oh, you're fooling What would you want me for? I'm not fooling, Judy We're going to make a great picture about a little girl in the mountains A girl just like you And the part is yours, Judy, if you want it Oh, I don't think I could That is, I mean uh, Well, gee, mister, if you ain't fooling He's not fooling, Judy Now look, you buy me at the studio Here's the address And then you get to Hollywood I'll, I'll have you meet the gentleman of the press Oh, shucks, that ain't necessary, Mr. Raptus. I always do all my own ironing. 
have called you all here that you should meet the newest star of Perfection Pictures. Miss Judy Hall, who will play the part of Ruthie Bell in Thunder of the Ozarks. <laughs> Judy, this gentleman here is from the press. Howdy, fellas. Pleased to meet you. Gentlemen, you are about to witness a scene that will mark a new epic in motion pictures. J.I., have you got the contracts ready? All ready, Nick, and here they are. Here's the pen, Judy. All right, boys, get some pictures of her signing the contract. All right. Sorry, right, stand on the chair there and get a better picture. Yeah, I want you now. Ooh. Ooh, land of Goshen. All them lights. Ooh, my eyes is all polka dotty. I can't see nothing but green rings. Hey, kid, kid, you're overdoing it. You're carrying this farm girl stuff too far. Huh? What's that, Mr. J.R.? I said put the brakes on. You don't have to go that far. Oh, I ain't going nowhere. You... No. Say, maybe you fellas would like to hear me do a little hog calling. I won the hog calling championship at the county fair two years ago. Hey, Jay Ops. Oh, hello, Eddie. When'd you get back? Oh, just now. Look, come on out in the hall. I've got to talk to you right away. Oh, okay. Now, what's that? Oh, you will find out. Come now, on. Now, folks, here's a sample of my hog calling. J.R., uh, shut the door. I don't want anyone to hear us. The girl is terrific, Eddie. Oh. And what an actress. What an... Oh. Hey, what's the matter with you? Oh, J.R., I, I think I'm sick, and I think you're going to be, too. So hold on to something and brace yourself. What are you talking about? That... That girl, J.R., that isn't the girl I planted. Of course she is. I... What's that? What are you trying to say? Uh, no, no, yeah, don't get excited. There's been a mistake. Now, wait a minute, Eddie. I'm not in the mood to be kidded. But can't you see, J.R.? I'm trying to tell you. You discovered the wrong girl. That kid's not an actress. Why, she's just a farm girl. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now, listen to that. There. Well, do you think she's kidding? Oh, you'll just have to get that contract away from her and put this other girl in her place. Just as easy as that, huh? Well, I... Why, you... You imbecile, don't you realize she could sue the studio for a million bucks? But, boss... Here, take it, take it. Oh! piggy, piggy, piggy. piggy, piggy. By the pink-toed province, I'll never eat another piece of ham as long as I live. Now here's Bob Williams with something of interest to all cigarette smokers. Friends, the cellophane wrapper used all winter on old gold packages has been removed for the warm weather ahead. During this summer, and for the first time since the beginning of the war, old golds again have the special protection of aluminum foil. And that's important, for it means that old gold's unique blend of many great tobaccos, including its touch of rare imported Latakia tobacco for extra flavor, is now doubly protected. Protected by aluminum foil and by apple honey that helps prevent cigarette dryness. Yes, the grand fragrant aroma and swell taste of old gold have all this protection. So you'll have your full quota of smoking pleasure. So keep asking for old gold. Enjoy this finer tasting cigarette.
And now back to Harold Lloyd and the second act of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Scatterbrain, starring Judy Canova. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Yes, sir, it seems there's been a mistake. Perfection Pictures have signed the wrong girl to a contract, and the director, J.R. Russell, and Eddie McIntyre, his publicity man, are up to their eyebrows in trouble. As we look in on them now, they are discussing the situation in J.R.'s office. Oh, J.R., I didn't sleep a wink last night. I was so worried. What did you use to worry with, Eddie? That thing you call a brain? Uh, Come in. Uh, Miss Hull is ready for her test, Mr. Russell. Uh, you want to okay her wardrobe and her makeup? Oh, yes, yes, I suppose so. I... Test. Test, did you say? Well, I swan, won't that just be bodacious? Stand back, corn revivments, or I'll plug your plug. Ixnay, boss, Ixnay, here she comes. Sally, Mr. J.R., I got more war paint on my face than an Indian chief. <laughs> Gee, I ain't seen so much paint since... What? Oh, there's Mr. Eddie. What are you doing here? Well, I, I, uh, I work here, Judy, I yeah. guess. Yes, Judy, yes. Eddie here is responsible for your being under contract to me. He arranged everything, didn't you, Eddie? Uh... Gee, Mr. Eddie, I'm sure obliged to you for everything. <laughs> this is my first time being an actor, girl, but... Seeing as how you think maybe I can be one, I'm sure going to try like everything. Uh, yes, Judy. Sure, of course. Say, I learned me a piece to speak from a test. Would you like to hear it? No. All right. It goes like this. <laughs> he ain't guilty, Your Honor. He never done it. Jed Lucas never done nobody no hurt, and the one that says he did is a low-down, honorary skunk. Yes. <laughs> you can't send Jed to prison, Judge. He's mine. If he goes away, I'm a-wantin' to go with him. I love him, Judge. I love him. <laughs> oh, brother. Why did this have to happen to me? What'd you say, Mr. J.R.? Oh, nothing, nothing, Judy. I'm just, uh, it's just that I'm overcome. Oh, shucks, fellas. I didn't think I was that good. <laughs> <laughs> say, I got me a song to sing. Maybe I'd ought to sing that too, huh? Yes, maybe your daughter, Judy. Uh, Bill. Yes, Mr. Russell? You take charge of the test, will you? Ain't you gonna make it with me, Mr. J.R.? No, Judy, I, uh, I don't feel very well. Oh, shucks, Mr. J.R. All you need is a saucer full of rhubarb and soda. <coughs> yep, now don't you worry about nothing. I got me a song that'll make them opera singers sound like a bunch of Missouri canaries. Well, so long, Mr. Eddie. I'll be seeing you. Rhubarb and soda. What I need is a bourbon and no, no, soda. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, boss, look, I have an idea. Why don't we try a little psychology? Suppose, for instance, just suppose that Judy could be talking to sort of quitting of her own accord. Wouldn't that let you out? Yeah, yeah, but who's going to talk her into it? Oh, you just leave it to little Edward the Tenth. I'm great on that psychology stuff, and before I'm through, I'll make her hate Hollywood. You think there's a chance it'll work? You know me, J.R. I never think. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Listen, you third generation of a line of imbeciles, if you don't put this across, you're through. Get it through. Now get going. So you see, Judy, Hollywood is not the place for a girl like you. I want you to give up this idea of being an actress and go home. Go home where you'll be happy. But, Mr. Eddie, I thought you was the one that wanted me to be an actor girl. Uh, well, uh, that was before I really knew you, Judy. But now, 
Now that I see you as you really are, I can't stand the thought of you being here, wasting yourself. Gee, Mr. Eddie, I never knew you even thought of me like that. <laughs> Gee, you know, it's kind of funny. I was just thinking this morning about going back home. Thought maybe I'd made a mistake after all. Oh, now you're being sensible, Judy. No, sir, I ain't gonna do it. Uh Nope. You know, Miss Reddy, you talking to me like you just done kind of changed everything. I signed that contract and I'm a sticking to it. Oh, but Judy, you... No, sir, I'm a staying. I ain't gonna let you down. And just to show you I mean it, I'm going over and start my drama lessons right now. Where are you going, Miss Reddy? Where am I going? I'm going to pieces. Miss Holt, now I'm starting with the drummer lessons. <laughs> and we commence from the beginning to start, right? Right. All right, commence reading here from the script. Fade in, long shot. <laughs> Exterior mountain road leading to cabin. Ruthie Bell, enter. No, no, no. Birds, Twitter. Yeah, no, no, no. Leave the beards. It's got nothing to do with you. The beards, the beards sing by themselves. Look, you, all what you just read, you don't learn that. That is not what you do. <laughs> you got to say the stuff, you don't do nothing. Yeah, well, well, how's the audience gonna know what I'm doing if I don't tell them? Yeah, uh, please, Miss uh, uh, Stuff here, look. <laughs> what we do, we forget all this here, we try something else. Jump over to scene uh, 200 mid 21, all right? No, all right. All right. Now, the part here is a conversation between two socially prominent women and one daughter. <laughs> and you play the part of a very educated girl. Of course, you're only acting. <laughs> All right, now, see if you can read it in English. I'll try. All right, now, look here. I am your mother. You are? <laughs> in the script. Oh, well, what do I call you? Mother, of course, please. Well, you know, mister, uh, I never call my ma mother. You never called your ma mother? No. When I was a little one, I used to jump on my ma's knee and say, Daddy, tell me a story. You called your mother daddy? Yep. Well, what did you call your father? Oh, we didn't call him. He had an alarm clock. No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Start reading some more. Mother, her nose high in the air. Nothing you can say will change our love. Listen to the beat of my heart. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Look, miss, you don't read what is in the brackets. When it goes like this with a, like a bow-legged couple of things, you don't read that. Listen to my heart, knock, knock, knock. The knock is not in your heart, it is on the door. You know, knock, knock on the door? Oh, somebody at the door? Yes, that, no! Please, we are getting nothing places. I tell you what to do. Read it again, please. All right. The knock is at the door, knock, knock. Who's there? Sinatra. <laughs> Sinatra who? Sinatra one you think it is. 
Sinatra, one, you think it is. I can't stand this, you hear that? I don't know who sent you here, but I can't stand it. I'm a director for nine years. No, no, Hello, J.R. Russell speaking. This is Benson of the legal department, Mr. Russell. I have some bad news. Bad news? Yes, we've found a flaw in Judy Hall's contract. The marriage clause states that if Judy gets married, the contract is automatically canceled. Oh, thank you. So there's a flaw in the contract, is there? Ooh! Ho, ho, ho! Well, a flat foot contract with a flaw, flaw, and a flat foot contract with a flaw, flaw, and a flaw. <laughs> oh, gee, Mr. J.R., you sure sound mighty happy. Oh, Judy, it's a spring, the spirit of romance. Have you ever thought of marriage, Judy, dear? Mr. J.R., you mean that? No, uh, 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 no, no. Don't misunderstand me, darling. I, I wasn't thinking of myself. I was thinking of Eddie. Uh, you like Eddie, don't you, Judy? I sure do. But, uh, what, what do you mean, Mr. J.R.? Well, only that inasmuch as Eddie is so crazy about you. You mean Eddie's in love with me? Gloriously, madly. Don't be surprised if he asks you to marry him. Oh, gee, Willikers, I won't. I'll be tickled to death. You mean you would marry him? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gee, here he comes now. Hello, Mr. Eddy. Oh, hello, Judy. Uh, say, look, J.R., I've got to talk to you right away. Huh? Mr. Eddy, have, uh, have you got anything you want to say to me? Why, no. No, Judy, why? Well, I thought maybe if you wanted to come over to my house for a mess of good country cooked vittles, we could kind of, kind of get better acquainted and talk things over and everything and all well, that kind of stuff well, like that there, you know. <laughs> well, sure, sure. I'd love to come sometime, Judy. You would? Yeah. Well, well, all right then. And whenever you come, I'll be waiting for you. Remember, Mr. Eddie. Whenever you come, I'll be there waiting for you. <laughs> Goodbye, Judy. Hey, what's the matter with her? Spring fever or something? Well, Eddie, we found a loophole in the contract. If Judy gets married, the agreement's automatically broken. No kidding, boss. Yep. Gee, that's swell. <laughs> now, all you have to do is find somebody to marry her. That's it, and... I've already found him. You have? Oh, boss, you're wonderful. I always said that you were the greatest. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't mean that you want... Uh, no. No, boss. No, no. Oh, no. Nothing. You wouldn't. Look, boss, you can't. I'm already engaged to Miss Esther Harrington. What will that make me? A bigamist, Eddie, my boy. A bigamist. Oh! <laughs> Well, sometimes people just can't run away from their problems. Isn't that so, Bob Williams? No, it is so, it is so, Harold. Now, you take a married couple getting ready for the Sunday stroll. Now, the wife thinks it would be awfully cute if the husband wears a purple and green suit because those colors happen to match her new spring outfit. Well, what's a fellow gonna do? Argue till he's blue in the face? Oh, no. If he's wise, he'll just relax and say, why be irritated? Light an old gold. 
Yes, smokers, you can't argue about that. A fine cigarette sure gives you lots of comfort and pleasure, especially today. But listen, you get no pleasure if your cigarette is hot, harsh, and dry. And so, to help prevent cigarette dryness, Old Golds are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent we call apple honey, made from the juice of fresh apples. In addition, Old Gold's unique blend of many great tobaccos is enriched with rare imported Latakia tobacco for delightful extra flavor. Extra flavor plus extra protection against cigarette dryness. That's Old Gold. Now, as soon as you can, try a pack. <laughs> and look, when the missus makes you see red, why be irritated? Light an Old Gold. And now back to Harold Lloyd and the third act of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Scatterbrain, starring Judy Canova. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Well, it's the following night, and Nick Raptus is giving a big party for his new star, Judy Hall. As our scene opens, the starry-eyed Judy is dancing with a very unhappy young man named Eddie McIntyre, and the band is playing Judy's favorite tune. Gee, Mr. Eddie, I could go on like this forever. You sure do shuffle your feet good. Well, thanks, uh, Judy. You're pretty good yourself. No fooling. Golly, when you say pretty words like that to me, I get duck bumps all over. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor Mr. Eddie. I know what's the matter with you. Mr. J.R. told me all about it. But shucks, I'm going to take care of everything. I got Mr. Raptus to fix up a surprise for you tonight that's going to make you awful happy. Yeah? Oh, gosh, this must be it now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have a wonderful surprise for you. <laughs> I'm going to show you the task my newest star, Miss Judy Hull, made yesterday. Oh, no. No, no, he mustn't. I've got to stop him. Isn't that a swell surprise for us, Mr. Eddie? Oh. Say, do you know what it'll mean? Hey, uh, the end of the picture business. All right, operator, start running the task. <laughs> Put on a skillet, put on a lead. Mammy's gonna make a little shuffling bread. That ain't all she's gonna do. Mammy's gonna make a little coffee too. Mammy's little baby loves shuffling, shuffling. Mammy's little baby loves shuffling bread. Mammy's little baby loves shuffling, shuffling. Mammy's little baby loves shuffling bread. Two little pickaninnies laying in the bed. Heels cracked open like shuffling bread. So Bud said, but I'm from Wallet Baba Shopman Bread. Mammy's little baby lover shop and shop and mammy's little baby lover shop and bread. Mammy's little baby lover shop and shop and mammy's little baby lover shop and bread. Every night before going to bed, I run to the cupboard for my shop and bread. Grandma goes to make a bed, but she's full of bed for making shop and bread. I like it hot. Mm, I like it cold. <laughs> I like it hot. I like it cold. I like it hot. I like it cold. 
Wonderful, magnificent, superb. Oh, hello, Mr. J.R. Thank you for the pretty speech, but twarn't nothing, oh, really. Nonsense, twarn't. Judy, nonsense. You were sensational. Boss, I congratulate you. Things turned out right after all, didn't they? Oh, the Russell touch, Eddie. I may not always be right, but I'm never wrong. Oh, you mean you really think I'll be a success, Mr. Eddie? Success? Judy, you can't miss. Oh, gosh, you know what that means, don't you? It means that nothing can't never come between our love. Say, how about you and me slipping away over to my house where we can be nice and cozy and have a saucer full of tea? Uh, well, uh, not right now, Judy, I can't, because I've got something very important to do. Goodbye. Where do you suppose he's going, Mr. J.R.? I'm not sure, Judy, but I think he's leaving for China. For China? Shucks, he didn't need to do that, and I got a whole set of it over at the house. Yeah. <laughs> 